Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. This is the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thanks for joining us. I'm Christina Marujos, and with me today is lead investment analyst Raf Boyajian to have a look at the upcoming week. It does have several events coming up. They will attract investors' attention. However, the underlying theme is still geopolitics and how developments unfold on the Ukrainian front. Starting with the United States, Rafi, the Fed minutes are out on Wednesday. They're unlikely to reveal anything new, but markets might pay attention to what has been discussed by FOMC members regarding the reduction of the balance sheet. What could that mean for Fed rate hike expectations of the dollar this week? Well, Christina, markets have already priced in quite a steep rate hike path uh, for the Fed. Um, and even though the Fed has become uh, much more hawkish lately, uh, you know, we don't know whether or not the Fed will be able to raise interest rates as many times. Uh, but markets aren't really, uh, you know, markets seem pretty certain that uh, the Fed will need to get uh, very aggressive at the very least. Uh, the, the thing with the minutes is that we've already had quite a few Fed speakers uh, come out. Uh, since the last uh, meeting, we also had uh, Chair Powell speak as well. Uh, and overall, we're getting the sense that uh, most policymakers favor or would support a 50 basis points rate hike at the next meeting uh, in May. Um, so we're probably not, not going to get um, anything new out of the minutes uh, on, on that front. Uh, but like you said, uh, what they discussed on the balance sheet will be important uh, because they, you know, the, there, there was some expectation that the Fed would announce the decision at the last meeting. They didn't do that. They put that off until May. Um, and we haven't really heard that much of what the Fed is planning to do with the balance sheet. Uh, probably, you know, they're going to put it on autopilot like they did last time uh, in terms of uh, allowing the withdrawing bonds to roll off. Uh, so, you know, any details about the pace of that uh, could be a market mover for at least for the bond market, if not for the, the US dollar. Um, we're also going to have, uh, also remember to, uh, to, you know, that we're also getting the ISM non-manufacturing PMI. Uh, so that is more forward-looking indicator. We might get uh, some signs uh, in that, that perhaps uh, business confidence uh, is being affected by the Ukraine war. Uh, on the whole, so the US uh, economy is doing well, probably too early uh, for any impact to show up in the data just yet. Um, so overall, the dollar will probably take its cues uh, from what's happening uh, on the geopolitical front, uh, whether or not we get uh, any more meaningful progress in the peace negotiations between Russia uh, and Ukraine. We've already seen the dollar come off its highs uh, due to some de-escalation, uh, but we shall have to wait and see whether there's going to be any further developments uh, with, with, with the dollar. Crossing into Europe now, the ECB's minutes are out this week as well, but the euro lately has been taking its cues from the war front. Is there anything on the calendar that might move the single currency this week? Well, we are getting some data. There's going to be German industrial production, industrial orders, Eurozone retail sales. Uh, we're also going to have the final PMI readings. Uh, now, this will probably be a bit more important because we did already see some impact uh, of the Ukraine fallout uh, on the survey data uh, in the flash readings. Uh, if this get any downward revisions, uh, that might uh, affect the euro because uh, there are heightened risks of a recession for the euro area. Uh, we're also going to get the eurozone centrics index as another survey uh, that might matter uh, for the single uh, currency. Uh, but 
on the whole, uh, because it is a little bit too early uh, to see how significant the, the impact will be uh, from the sanctions against Russia uh, on the Eurozone economy. Uh, I think it's just going to be mainly, once again, down to the headlines. That's going to be driving the euro, will just for the euro get a boost on, uh, on the reports that uh, Russia will uh, uh, scale down its operations around Kiev and also that there might be might be seeing some talks of progress but of course we are getting some conflicted reports on that as well uh, so once again you know any uh, fresh headlines about how the negotiations are going about whether or not uh, the military offensive is getting more intense or not uh, and of course uh, you know with energy prices as well what happens to that uh, that's going to play a big role uh, to uh, on which direction the euro takes because of course the euro uh, the eurozone economy is very energy dependent uh, on Russia uh, and it's already seeing a big energy crunch. Now let's cross into Canada. Let's have a look at Canadian employment numbers. They're out on Friday. As some argue, they might actually tip the scales over at the Bank of Canada for a 50 basis points rate hike at its next meeting. Do you think that's a real possibility? So we have seen some hawkish language from the Bank of Canada too. Uh, like the Fed, uh, there's growing ex expectations that the Bank of Canada at its next meeting will raise rates by 50 basis points. Uh, and the labour market supports that. Uh, the labour market is very tight, it's, bounced back, it's bouncing back very strongly uh, following those uh, flight uh, restrictions we had early in the year due to the Omicron uh, wave. Uh, so we are expecting another strong labor market report uh, on uh, Friday. Uh, so should we see uh, another big increase in employment numbers uh, for March? That would definitely reinforce uh, expectations that the BOC will move by 50 basis point increments at its next uh, meeting. Uh, it's also interesting that uh, the Canadian dollar has uh, is now seeing a bit more substantial uh, gains on the back of the. Uh, rally in oil prices because uh, that boost only came into effect once uh, Canada's Canadian government kind of said that they will step up their own uh, oil production uh, because there was uh, up until recently the Canadian dollar didn't really benefit much uh, from the rally uh, because the Canadian government had kind of uh, been uh, you know it's kind of been focusing on its green energy policies uh, and also um, being against the uh, new investment in the oil industry, so that maybe is uh, slightly being uh, having a bit of a rethink on that. So that's why we're possibly seeing a bigger boost uh, for the Looney. Uh, so if you get um, another confirmation from the jobs report for the economy as well, uh, that will also uh, provide uh, another strong support for the Looney going forward. And Rafi, before I let you go, let's have a look at the Reserve Bank of Australia, which meets on Tuesday. Investors are not anticipating the RBA to join its peers in the rate hike cycle just yet. But what could that mean for the Aussie? Well, the Australian dollar has done well during this crisis because of the huge surge in uh, commodity prices. Uh, and that's going to be probably uh, what's going to be leading the Aussie still uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, the RBA, uh, they're kind of playing it safe for now. They're saying they're going to be patient, uh, although uh, money markets have priced in uh, 200 basis points rate increase uh, for the year uh, starting in June. Uh, now, June is a very possible uh, date when the RBA will raise interest rates, but uh, whether they're going to go they're going to be as aggressive uh, as the markets think. Uh, that remains to be seen. The RBA will probably uh, repeat its message that it wants to be, it wants to see inflation reach two to three percent target band 
sustainably and for that to happen, though they will uh, also need to see stable rise in wages, which uh, we don't have just yet. Uh, but this is probably something more for the future as far as Josie is concerned for now. Uh, I think it's all about this big rally in commodity prices, as well as the slight improvement in risk tone we've seen uh, on the back of the escalation in uh, the uh, war in Ukraine. Uh, that's uh, kind of giving a nice lift to the Australian dollar. Rafi, thank you for joining me today and thank you for watching the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.